Okay. So yeah, let's let's get started. Okay. I, I read your work. I read through the whole thesis, and I liked the poster as well. It was really conveying the whole of your work in one uh, visual way. So yeah, I kind of got an idea, but there are some questions as well which are still lingering. Uh, yes. Because I I see that there's a lot of work in abstraction and understanding what is knowledge and what is tacit knowledge. So it's really interesting for me. Uh, so maybe we can get started with uh, probably your motivation behind why this topic, and especially why uh, tacit knowledge. So so yeah. Yeah. So I'll introduce briefly what is this. This is what my thesis is about. So and maybe um, yes, may, maybe I have um, I have some uh, some some stories that can uh, explain why I decided to focus on that. So uh, my graduation my graduation project is about the hidden curriculum. So what are the learnings of students that are um, that cannot be uh, put in uh, explicit learning objectives and uh, that you know maybe. When you learn how to use Illustrator, there, are con there is a context, there is a relationship between people, and there is also influence as well, what you, um, what you learn. Um, so you end up learning, of course, about Illustrator, but also learning about something else, for example, if it's in a group project. Um, so it started, uh, my, the, the topic of my, my, my graduation started because I worked for ID Academy for a couple of years. So this could be probably uh, explained to others, maybe all of us, uh, the, the ones who are viewing might not be uh, having an idea of what ID Academy is. So maybe yes. you can give a yes. bit of an introduction as to what yes. this is about. Yes, absolutely. So ID Academy is a course in uh, TU Delft in the uh, Industrial Design Engineering. And is a first-year master course um, for all the three masters that are in uh, IDE. Um, and the, the 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 course structure it's uh, uh, quite uh, interesting and um, it's very different from other courses that I've, I I took part of as a student and I've seen as a yeah student assistant uh, or I've heard of from other people. Uh, so students in a year, uh, they have to choose a 14 workshop to do. The, um, and they, the, these 14 workshops vary um, um, very much on topic. So you can learn from photography to 3D modeling. You can have uh, case studies uh, of whatever topic from KLM to service design. Um, you can yeah learn how to tr big 3D prints. Uh, we had, for example, uh, one workshop on um, uh, podcasting with uh, Donald Norman. Um, so there are um, there are very different topic, and students have to pick 14, uh, and uh, they basically uh, they dedicate one day of this. Uh, uh, one day is dedicated. Sorry, one workshop is is um, is in one day, and they dedicate that day to learn that skill or that or to have to get a grip on that knowledge or to exercise on a specific thing. So one skill a day kind of a uh, program, right? Sorry. Uh, like one skill a day kind of a program, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and yeah, so students choose fourteen of them, them in a year. Something like that, but we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of different different workshops. So there's like three per 
per week uh, and students have to pick one and have to choose. So there, there is a lot of uh, choice involved. Um, so this is the course. Of course, the course, we don't teach the course, but uh, we have different coaches as well and often different places where to, to learn that skill. Um, so as a, as a student assistant, I had to manage student expectation, understand students, understand what uh, workshop we're working, what we're not. Um, and yeah, I had to design workshop, redesign them better. Uh, uh, so there, there, there was a lot of uh, involvement from my side to understand the student perspectives. And um, so um, it's a, this is a nice story, but um, when uh, in normally in, uh, in the Netherlands, um, there is a day in which you go drinking with your uh, fellow students. And uh, so we have this workshop on Wednesdays, only on Wednesdays. So normally, uh, the, of after the, the workshop is done, you have drinks, right? Exactly. So after that, you have drinks. And that allowed me to, uh, in a in very informal way, uh, talk to students. And a lot of students that I talked to, um, they were noticing, you know, um, the importance of this, this, this course, but at the same time, they were telling me, yeah, I could have done, if, if they finished, for example, they were like, oh, I could have done it differently. Yeah, I mean, and I, when I was asking, okay, but why, why, why would, would, you, would you have done it differently? Uh, they were like, uh, I don't know. Yes, because it's cool, but I, I thought I didn't get the most out of it. And then I asked, okay, but what's the most out of it? And then there was this, this question kept coming, you know, what was about that was like that students felt that they could have done differently or they could have learned more. So, and because I had no, I haven't had no answer specifically. And also there is another thing that uh, the board of examiners, that uh, there is a board in, up on the hierarchy. Of the TU then, okay. Yeah, uh, they evaluate uh, the course and they also, they also struggle to understand and identify what actually student learns specifically because yeah, you cannot track it. So, because they actually learn specific skill, but the fact that they choose and they learn these skills that honestly can be obsolete in a matter of three years, four years from now, so then what, what, what do we have? Like, what do we actually teach in this course? So, so the skills are more in the surface level, but then there is something much more they are gaining from uh, being a part of this course, which is in a way not measured or understood, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you, it's, it, yeah, you don't, you don't, it, it's, it's, you kind of know because every, everybody has this idea of like, well, helps you to choose, right? Or helps you to explore or, you know, but there is no, uh, there is, you cannot prove it, you know, you can just assume it. And there is a common sense. Uh, every time I talk to people, you know, there's like, yeah, I choose between want what I want or maybe what I need. Uh, you know, all of these things that were uh, coming, but they were all in pieces. So I couldn't really uh, understand, okay, this is what they learned. You know, it was very yeah. difficult. That's why also, I think the course, the, 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 uh, like the courses which are offered like every week, it's something really different, right? And it is uh, even the next year, the whole program, the skills which are being offered are also totally new and different. So I was like really wondering as to how you 
uh, in an educational perspective how do you really know that these are the skills which they learn because it might also be that these might get obsolete and as you said right yeah yeah exactly but then then the in, i think if we uh, this is why i decided to look at this hidden curriculum because it shifts completely it doesn't it's not focused on the skill per se but it's it's focused on 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 a, a i think or a deeper or a higher level as you, you want to see it but it just shifts the question because if the skills are not the the important things then what id academy is teaching because honestly no not one of us one single student followed the same workshop as the other one so uh yeah how uh, you know what are we teaching then so i think uh that but that re looking at uh the hidden curriculum i think helped uh to shift the question from we learn we teach these skills or students learn these skills to a more uh, holistic approach i'd say so yeah maybe now we can get to the aspect of uh, defining uh, tacit knowledge and if it's possible for others to understand because it's really difficult to grasp uh, yeah. yeah yes yes uh, i i agree um so it's still difficult to um explain it uh to understand it to understand it every time i i you know review and read about it i'm always questioning is this the right way to go or um i have i have i considered everything enough but uh so i can talk about my experience but uh, i i can assure you there are much more uh, much more experienced and knowledgeable people to 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 talk about tacit knowledge but how do you how do you define it uh, i think yes. with all your readings and observations yes so yes so uh, there there like um, in general uh, tacit knowledge is it's ev ev all the kind of knowledge that you cannot explain verbally or numerical yeah so it might be really difficult to explain something which cannot be explained verbally please normally i i speak, i talk a lot in a uh, very not philosophical way but like very up in the air so yeah, if, we can we can go yeah, yeah let, yes. break me down if if necessary mm -hmm. but uh so a very concrete example um that i can give you in terms of the the basic tacit knowledge is i'm driving a car and i learn how to drive the car right i know where the gear needs to be and my feet where they needs to be and blah 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 so that those are explicit learnings i have but honestly you every person that drives a car tells you that you actually learn how to drive a car after you get the driver license right so all of the small things that um are you can't you can't describe that they, they are there so you can talk well, we can discuss we can describe this right we can describe that we have to uh, hold our hands in this way and you need to yep. press the brake in certain cases but why is it difficult to explain or is it something much more deeper in terms of your own no well again uh, there are uh, so tacit it's um, tacit knowledge uh, th there are levels also so <clears throat> there are some uh, 
um, but, uh, views, for example, people that uh, work with EI, they always talk about not tacit knowledge as something that hasn't been explicit yet. So they say, okay, as, as, as human being, we cannot, you know, keep thinking about everything uh, to know exactly in detail to know exactly what to do and how we do it because otherwise yeah it would take too much time you know to just how do you walk when do you know uh, when it's time to run or to walk if you need to go somewhere for mm -hmm. example so um, there is the, but there are also um, uh, other views in which um, they say that uh, everything is tacit so everything is tacit knowledge and uh, we can actually describe a little part of it. And an example, language. So uh, again, you learn a language, but the, actually when you learn uh, the, the real language is when you are within the context, within the people that speak the English, for example. So uh, as if you learn the grammar, so let's, let's see like that. So the grammar, behind a language that's explicit knowledge but then uh, how you speak and um and all of that way of saying that you can make it explicit like you know like there is a dictionary and with way of saying for example but um when to use it when to use a way of saying like okay there is an english uh, way of saying that uh, uh, that uh, that's not my cup of tea yeah Okay, that's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. So now we made it explicit, right? We put this in an explicit way. But what you, when you use it, you don't absolutely don't think about it. It's just a way of saying, and it's it's just something that you experience. So um, to to give you another example, uh, if you go on a if you have a, if you're a manager in a big company. Uh, so this is why, for example, in um, knowledge management, this uh, uh, tacit knowledge is extremely studied because um, it gives an, a kind of a advantage. No understanding that that type of tacit knowledge really gives an advantage of uh, to innovate and to understand your company. Because like, if you are a manager, you know that in certain moments, um, and that's also is influenced with intuition as well. It's very in twins, uh, these two topics, I think. Again, uh, I think I see uh, a lot of applications in management theory as well, right? In terms of management studies, they really, uh, uh, most of it is external, let's say presentation or oral skills, but there is much more to it. The way yeah. they are uh, interacting with others. There are subtle things which are not really explained as a part of the course maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, so for example, if, if you're a manager, uh, just, uh, you, you start, you know, understanding when to say what, uh, and then you, you start learning about the people you're talking to and you understand your uh, uh, customers, but it's something that you can't be, you know, you can't be, it's diff it's very difficult to explain why you pick that's like, you know, what is that give you that impression that you know what kind of cu uh, customer you have or client, for example. Uh, so these are, this is, again, so tacit knowledge is not just something you cannot, you cannot talk about, you can make it explicit. 
uh, to some extent, uh, and then that's uh, the, the ongoing discussion to what extent you can make it. Um, but it, it, it can be explicited, but it takes a lot of time to do that. Could you give an example of, uh, I mean, I can understand things which are explicit and things which are probably tacit, which are not difficult to explain, but how can something which uh, is difficult to explain be made explicit in some way? Like if, if there's yeah. an example. There are, there are ways, there are ways. Uh, so there is a, so in, um, let me, so there are many methods to, to expl uh, explicit this, but uh, maybe I can give you an example that's uh, quite interesting. So um, I was, a, uh, I have a boyfriend, I have an English boyfriend and I am Italian. Um, and so there was a very short, short, to make a very uh, long story short, there was uh, this uh, friend of him uh, that I didn't understand what kind of a relationship was there. And, and she didn't uh, follow certain steps that uh, as me as Italian, uh, I would expect it. So um, the steps where I, I got jealous about this girl uh, because uh, in Italy, if you are a friend of a guy, if you're a girlfriend of a guy, what you do, it's, it's you normally uh, um, try to make comfortable the new partner in a, in a way that, hey, we are only friends. And that's very tacit. Right, it's extremely tacit. And it's difficult to say, right? You can't just say this to the person as well. You need yeah, to show you, it. Yeah, but you reaction, don't. Even, right? Yeah, but you don't even realize that you have that because I at that time I didn't, you know. And then when uh, I talked to my friend and an, another Italian girlfriend, then then that kicked because we were we had different perspectives on that topic because he was like. Yeah, but why you were so jealous, you know, like, and I was like, I don't know, like she didn't, she didn't do what I expected. Right. But then I didn't, I, I wasn't able to manifest what I was expecting, AKA her give me the acknowledgement that she's only a friend, you know, um, and, and with different perspective between me, this Italian girlfriend and my boyfriend, then we managed to, uh, to reach this understanding. Oh, okay, so this is a cultural thing that we have that we are not aware of it, uh, and in which now I can explain it to you. In a way, uh, by making this explicit, you were able to communicate with the other person and come to terms with, right? Yes, so it, 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 it's also, tacit knowledge also goes into culture as well. It really is into culture because our all the basically tacit knowledge are all the things that you give for granted mm -hmm. um, that you do without even thinking and and you recognize when something goes wrong uh, and this um, Kolb uh, it's a experiential learning uh, he um, made the experiential learning theory and I think it's it's very common in, in education. Um, or Medzirov that talks about transformative learning in which he talks about this point of view that we need to check. It's important to understand that we have them. So this is also tacit knowledge. So these are things that we think about uh, that we are not aware of it, but- But they, we take it for granted. Yes, yeah, and they influence the way we see it. 
so with this long explanation of tacit uh, knowledge, <laughs> I think it's clear now. Yeah. But uh, what I what I want to say is that tacit knowledge is not something fixed. You know, it's not a book. Um, it's a bit more fluid, right? It changes based fluid, on every yeah. experience we have. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's it is a, a kind of a process. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not just. So, because they're in knowledge management, for example, they try to understand like the procedural knowledge about certain things. So, the manager, if like if uh, you ask the manager to explain what type of every step he takes and why and how and when and what, then you start understanding it. Uh, so that's that's also and that but that is a like a more understandable and it's a more yeah let's call it procedural knowledge and that's very common in a lot of a lot of i think you've seen it in my thesis in a lot of authors but there is a part in in which the, there there is this cognitive tacit knowledge or you can call it theoretical and it are this part of ingrained schema that we have in our mind uh that are not just fixed because the person that I, I am now, you know, after, uh, talking, uh, if, if we look at back at when that happened, when I got jealous and blah, 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 it's different. It's a process. I, I, I've kind of You've evolved in a sense, right? Yeah. I became aware of something that st still influence my behavior because I, it still does. But at the same time, I can, you know, get, um, um, I'm I'm learning how to you know deal with it and it's, it's yeah. So you're saying that it's partly external; it's manifest as actions, but it is also something very much internal in terms of your mental model and your schema, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it, and if you think about it, our schema influence our actions. So uh, in if you it's so that's also they're not just they're not extremely separated they are more in twins together so they are entangled in this this conversation between our ingrained schema and this procedural way of doing it so driving a car riding a bicycle it's really you know um it's it's practical it's procedural but for example, driving a bicycle in the Netherlands or in India, the style of it is different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's more cognitive, you know, like yeah, it's yeah. More like it's your culture where are you where you are in that makes you how you you drive, and and you can only discover when you have um, a something doesn't work uh, when when you know there is a tension, then you there is the opportunity let's say like that, to discover this, uh, this tacit knowledge, if you want, if you start thinking about it, if you reflect. So that's something which I was trying to understand more when you say a tension happening and how do you discover using yeah. this attention, if you yeah. could explain a bit more. Yes, of course. So um, the tension can be, for example, <clears throat> I am in the Netherlands. I know how to drive a car in the Netherlands. I go to Italy. Ha, huh. Italians are extremely different, yeah. yeah? So, or, yeah, so, or I go in India, oh man, it's even different, right? Yeah. So, 
these are moments of tension. But in the moment you ask yourself why, uh, so you start reflecting on uh, it's it's a sort of laddering. You have to do this. You know, it's 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 in the end. Um, uh, a lot of authors talk about reflection and breaking down the things that you give for granted. You start, you know, breaking down if it's procedural for the manager or if it's uh, very theoretical. It's still it's still very important to when you have this breaking moment to use it for this tension moment in which something doesn't work okay why doesn't work to start questioning yourself uh, for instance with the same instance which you had right uh, uh with trying to understand the body language of uh, your boyfriend's uh, friend so was it similar like was it a case of you were made aware of your own self by means of attention is it some kind of an interpretation of that? I, I didn't. I, I couldn't hear you properly. So. Uh, is the audio clear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I missed the uh, part. Uh, one second. Yeah, is it audible now? Is it better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just wondering. Uh, so you mentioned this example previously, right? With uh, respect to you becoming more aware of this. So is it some kind of an example of uh, having attention because you reflected then because there was some difference? Yeah. Yeah, if okay. it just brings you so the it, if something doesn't work, mm-hmm. it brings attention to you, right? So yeah. if if there is something different, it brings attention mm-hmm. from. Uh, let's talk about food. You know, if you have a, a good pasta and then you have mayonnaise on it, and it, us as Italian, we don't put mayonnaise in pasta. It's just you, you just lose your pasta. <laughs> you know uh, if you do that and it's it's a moment of tension like okay why are you putting past on that you know when there, there is something that doesn't work that it doesn't work in your kind of in your uh, mind, mind you know like how you expect them it's it's a it's a trigger that you can use mm-hmm. and that's that's basically the moment uh, the moment of tension that's um, I started, I decided, okay, I need to find a way to, to create this moment of tension, but it's, so it's not easy. It's not, um, an easy job also because there are, uh, so if you, um, look at, uh, the um, experiential model of Kolb and, you know, he creates these, uh, four, uh, areas of people, uh, of, like, of way of learning and, and some people score higher in certain parts and some people score less, for example, uh, you know, you can be a, a good conceptualizer or a, a very good doer, but not think that much. So, the, mm, so there are people that are um, more willing and interested in thinking and rethinking. Uh, and there are people are, are yeah, whatever i don't care you know and uh so there are so there are differences in people and and there are differences uh so also in the results i i had from this tool i created uh so for some people really works for other works less and that's uh that's fair enough Um, so before we get into this aspect of your design of the tool Uh, I was also really interested to know uh, from your background. So in terms of uh, doing a design for interaction uh, masters and specializing on uh, uh, in terms of knowledge management, say, right? So uh, 
I'm I'm like really curious to know how you navigated the fuzzy front end, and I I presume there was a lot of abstraction in the very beginning, in the first few yeah. months. So how did you really come to what you're doing right now? Yes. Uh, so imagine I came from. Uh, oh, there is something interesting that is called tacit knowledge. I want to discover this. Uh, to here, yes, it has been a very long journey. I have to admit, and um, I'd say the first month when you start you know learning about this and honestly there is so much knowledge about us in knowledge and that's very funny uh but there a lot of people studying tacit knowledge and then uh you're trying to figure out what this is and in design education because it's where i am i'm working i had to i really had to uh identify i think that was the for me was the, the 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 moment in which i realized okay that's what i'm actually doing um i had to realize that tacit knowledge is so extended and so uh, universal or at least on on earth it's universal um that um i had to take this tacit knowledge and then look at the design and the educational part so that's when i realized but it was already a couple of months after i mean i was i, I was i, I used on a, a research design approach so that means that you start doing things and experimenting and then you you start understanding what you're getting for out and uh, uh, because my the, the main question i had as a research project was Okay, but uh, how can I unveil uh, the hidden curriculum? So just to, I think I didn't mention, but tacit knowledge, it's, it's a way to say, uh, it's, it's the, I call it, it's the tacit, the, sorry, tacit knowledge is the hidden curriculum. Uh, and it's basically tacit knowledge in design education. That's, it is in education in general, because it's not the first, uh, so, um, it's not only in education, it's not only in design education specifically, there are uh, the hidden curriculum, it's very common and, 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 and people talked about it, but uh, I call it the hidden curriculum in design education. So that's, uh, that's clear because I had to understand, so it's extremely context specific. So I had to understand what fields were important for me and helpful for me to understand what tacit knowledge was. So what would have been different if you had, let's say, done a master's in uh, knowledge management or, let's say, management studies, though so they would have had a different approach towards, let's say, uh, defining the scope and coming up with something concrete, right? So yeah. through this uh, background which you have, uh, what were the ways in which you transferred the knowledge into this uh, thesis of yours? Hmm. So you, yeah, ah, that's a good question. So. Uh... Yeah, I asked my question, uh, this question to myself recently. Um, and I think, I think, so you have, the, the, the scary part here is that, uh, you know, like there are much more knowledgeable people to talk about this than, than I am, but from my personal opinion, um, I think there is, there is, there are different ways of doing research. Uh, so, for example, I think if I was in a knowledge management uh, master, uh, I would have have a, 
a very specific question at the beginning. Um, and then I would just carry um, experiments, but um, not on the con in the context. So like not in the real world, but more on, on um, in, not in situ, but in vitro. Let's call it that. So in vitro is when you have this research that you do, but it's uh, in a, it's not in reality. So, and instead, uh, as a designer, you use your, uh, you use your skills and your knowledge and your intuition as well, because uh, it's also very important to use your, um, what sounds, what sounds common, what it, that's very slippery on tacit knowledge, because that's also, it's very, yeah, very, very mixed, but um, I think um, the, the designer, oh, so, so, sorry for the sound, that's a message. I will uh, turn this off. So, um, just a second. Yeah, yeah. Off my phone. yeah. But I think as a designer, when you do research, you have a very small idea and you can put it into practice. It's so easy, you know? You don't have to have already a lot of literature and then prove that that, that exists or uh, experiment in vitro and then prove that exists, but it's, you just use your skills to do something to say and understand something and then okay let's do something else and 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 then you you kind of create um a knowledge that it's i how i see it it's it's more contextual so it's more related to what what the context is i think um but at the same time you're much more free so imagine if i could think and uh, i know if i was I, I i could imagine if i were in a um, um in a in a knowledge management master, and I would do my graduation on the what's uh, what's the tacit knowledge that is created in, um, in design education or in knowledge management education. I would probably start using techniques that are questionnaire, um, interviews, and observation that are very good. Common, right? Yeah, they're very and and and. We shouldn't take them out. They're extremely important. But at the same time, if you start with a qualitative approach in which you start navigating a bit without uh, un already fixing where you're going, that I think really helps to understand better the, the it's kind of, you start, you, you create knowledge, imagine, you create knowledge on a map, a little bit here and there and there and then, and then, you look up as a as a bird, and then you say, oh, "Okay, that's what." And in that area, it's very interesting for me. Then I'm gonna continue to work on that. So that's in terms of converging and diverging, and uh, going in cycles, which might not be so common for the uh, management studies or uh, in educational masters as well, right? Yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah. So maybe and we I can, yeah. Sorry, we're adding uh, some points to this. Yeah. You are saying some points. Okay. 
yeah so we can go to the next part like we want to know uh, in terms of yeah you have defined the problem and then you started <coughs> identifying ways to formulate the hidden curriculum right so what is this hidden curriculum and how did you come towards uh, making it concrete so let's, let's uh, yeah so you're asking me to give you an example of the hidden curriculum that i defined yeah, yeah? Mm -hmm. so um, well, let me, um, so in, uh, in this course, ID Academy, uh, there was this problem that, the, the, there was a, not, a, not a clear, um, curriculum and there was a hidden curriculum. That's part of this part of tacit knowledge. Um, what I identified that, um, with the, the tool I designed. Um, I identified that the, um, the, the course um, uh, trigger exploration in students. But um, what means exploration? That's the, the, the interesting part. Because of course, like if you ask, <laughs> the, the funny thing is if, if you ask uh, to every student, they will tell you probably, uh, you know, if you introduce the question with do you think exploration is part of the curriculum? No, they will say yes, I think yeah, it's important, course, right? right? Yeah. yeah. But if you ask them, okay, what's the curriculum of Heidi Academy, then they couldn't give you an answer. So but it's kind of a hidden curriculum then. It's not explained, but it's actually what is inherent in the curriculum itself, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, it's given for granted, but at the same time, uh, it isn't because if you ask a student, they, they can't tell you. And so you have this exploration, but again, imagine what does it mean exploration for you? It doesn't mean to the same for me. So what I try to do, I basically look at all of their reflection on exploration and what does it mean for them. Uh, and I try to identify, and I identify these three dimensions. So this uh, three things that differ and they make them different in, in, uh, when thinking about exploration. So the first, uh, the, there are three that, uh, so the first dimension is what's the goal of exploration, right? So, uh, I don't know for you, but for me, exploration means just getting new stuff, you know, new stuff that I haven't never heard about, but for Hardik, my friend, um, it's getting new stuff that I know I don't know about. So it's, uh, for example, he's an SPDer that's, uh, he studies strategic design. Yeah. And he, when he saw what uh, was uh, scrum, uh, he, he knew that he needed to know what it was. Uh, so he needed to learn. And uh, that was his exploration. So like your exploration is, it's, it's for your profession. It's for your, it's, it's before, it's for the things that uh, you know, you don't know. For example, Scrum. For me, um, so when yeah, I, Unknown, unknown, right? Like yes, for Hardik, it's more of a known, unknown. Yeah, for Hardik, it's the known, unknown. unknown. Yeah. And for me, it's the unknown, unknown. That, for example, when I heard about, uh, I still remember that. 
So when I, uh, there was a, a coding for designers, I was like, oh yeah, let's, let's go for that. You know, like I had no idea what coding was. It wasn't coding for EI, you know, two things that I had no idea. And I was like, yeah, let's do. And it was cool. It was very interesting for me as well. That, so that's, that's, that was something that I had no idea what it was about. Um, so the, the, the second dimension, it's, it's more related to um, your, your attitude. So there are people that in, uh, um, in moment or let's, uh, wait, I need to uh, check this. Yeah. You're here, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, these are, uh, uh, you are here now or, um, so, uh, so the first dimension ex was exactly the goal. So what's, what's the perceived goal or aspiration? So create an expertise, so the, or a novelty. So unknown, unknown to versus known, unknown. This, the, the second was, uh, confirming, uh, con it's what's your attitude. So it's, a uh, more, uh, yes, sorry. Uh, related to, um, uh, what kind of, uh, mm, uh, how, what's the way uh, you, uh, you explore? And some people are, the, the attitude is towards this uncertainty. So if you look at, um, if, if I move my, the, the arrow, you can see it, right? So yeah. if you look here, you can see that there is, this is an extreme, this is a, ref, a reflection of a student. And he says, I don't care a lot about what a workshop can, can bring to me. I enjoy the casual exploration. Uh, or um, the, this uncertainty about, you know, the process of exploration. I don't need a goal. Uh, it doesn't need to be planned. Oh, I move. So, uh, so you see there are people who value some kind of uh, serendipity, right? So they, they don't want to be totally sure of what they will have to expect from a workshop, but they just want to go for it because they might just discover something. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and instead, there are some people in which uh, when you explore, and when you, um, you still like to have a, some sort of steps in which you, you know you can reach. So for example, uh, if we look here, it's, I try, uh, it says, I try to improve my weaknesses because I foresee myself in doing something I believe I cannot, for example, or I actually like to learn things that I can actually pursue. And if you think about it, it's quite easy. So in me, uh, if you look at, uh, so the workshop I took about coding and for, for EI, I mean, I didn't reach at all a level that was, sufficient you know and i was like okay yeah let's do it let's try and if it doesn't work whatever but i had my friend that was with, with me this is why i also went with him uh he, he he's a bit of a geek and he really likes to prove you know to prove that he can do it you know so that's that that part of exploration that have a sort of an achievable goal um so that's a, that's a bit of your attitude and then uh there is the last dimension it is about it's uh, about the approach. So, if you really uh, if you follow your yourself, your instinct, or your your way of doing things, 
or you have this, this need for guidance. And if you think about an exploration, there are people that when you need, when you explore, it's, you know, it's safer to have um, something that uh, maybe not guide you completely, but give you some sort of uh, structure, some sort of solid point. And there are people who don't care about it. Um, for example, I mean, yes. So Janus, if you, it's that, uh, the, the teacher of this course, he doesn't care. Uh, he, he just wants to do it. You know, it, he, yeah, whatever. I'm going to find this, this out, you know, I'm going to put myself, uh, in this position and I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna do it. Well, in my case, maybe sometimes I also like some, uh, some, a little bit of structure, you know, so. So these three dimensions, um, they're very opposite. And of course, they're a bit generalized. Uh, there so is chaos and there is order and you have certainty and comfort or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, um, so of course, so what I found that uh, interesting and what I decided to use also for uh, how I use the findings, I found that, so, nothing of the these dimension is bad right or anything or nothing is good these are just uh perspective uh, in schemas that we have in our minds that are what they are but uh they can bring some positive things right so if i want to be a professional if i i see exploration as a in a professional way uh you know it can bring me further in certain ways but at the same time i risk to not to see what I don't know at all, you know? So novelty for me, it does, is not really the novelty. So I risk to be already too focused. And um, these things, it's quite interesting. Uh, so when uh, in the tool the, that um, I designed in, in the workshop, uh, students start discussing about these things and these diversity, and it really comes natural. Um, so I could see in their reflection, because they had to write it down, that if a person uh, would, uh, was extremely uh, focused on, for example, I, I see that uh, if, let's take, I prefer guidance, for example, on the right corner here. You know, if I prefer guidance to work and, and to, and to, to, yeah, to, uh, for teamwork and personal work, I notice that people who do not have the need of guidance risk to go in this, like, I want complete freedom. So they, they are not, uh, so I can see the risk of the other person, like of the mental way of the ingrained schema of the other person. And I've the curriculum in a sense has to accommodate all these different personality types. Yes. Is that what yeah. you mean? Yeah, that was, yes, it's, I, I think it should, at least it should, uh, in, a, in a way, consider these things, because uh, if exploration is for everybody, these people are completely different, right? And uh, the, the risk for all of them, it, they're, they're different, and the benefits are, are different too. So then I said, okay, but how can I, um, how can we use these findings? Because, I mean, these are three dimensions that if you, if, 
like you can easily use it right for 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 other things and other courses but how to use it in id academy so uh, i use these dimensions to create discussion between the students to define somehow where uh, where they were at so maybe i can uh um so yes in this I created this uh, little animals that are foxes, but I've been told they are moles. They look like moles, so I'm very, very sad about it. But um, so in in this in in this workshop that is the introductory lecture of ID Academy, I said, okay, let's just give uh, ask them, okay, where do you put yourself? <clears throat> And then students put themselves, okay, I like novelty, I like this, I like that. And then they started discussing. Or, and they started discussing about what were the benefits and um, the risk of each ways of seeing things and each way of having this goal, etc. And then they, in the end, it was fun because a lot of students, they told me like, well, you know what? In the end, I've, we've noticed that the risks can also be the benefits. And I was like, yes, that's, um, that's true. Actually, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's both, but the most important thing is that you are aware of uh, this, this way of seeing it. And I don't have an answer in, you know, um, how can we make it, um, how can, can we teach accordingly for these students? That I don't have it as an answer. I think it would be very interesting. So this like creating, uh, experience, uh, creating a context in which these diversities are took into consideration. Um, that would be extremely interesting. I'm not entirely sure how we could do it, uh, but so in my case, I just introduced to the students these concepts and then it's up to them if they want to uh, continue thinking about it or, or not. So when you say introducing some concepts, it is in terms of uh, these personality types, the qualities and trying to reflect on where they belong yeah. in this uh, axis. Uh, also, if in terms, if you could explain uh, other ways in which uh, your, for instance, you had cert, uh, described certain tools for unveiling a tacit knowledge and uh, other aspects, right? So, is it some somehow can it be translated to uh, for an individual as well, like for what um, for an individual, like this is specifically for the course which you have with the idea. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yes, so not this specific exercise. So this is more like just a discussion about the three things and how do you deal with these things. Uh, but um, there, the, the tool that uh, I designed, so, so the tool it's, it's uh, I can show you, I can show maybe a picture. Um, Uh, yeah, so this is the tool, as you can see, it's, a, it's a just a, yeah, it's a paper in, in which students need to uh, uh, maybe compare, let me see, sorry, but my, no, there is, 
so you compare basically three so it's a it's a very uh, simple tool uh, in, in it's just a paper it's just a piece of paper in which you first talk about the experience and then you start comparing you know experience and these experience can be whatever in this case the experiences were uh, the workshops so I um, it was just easier to do that but you can so a reflection on the workshop which was conducted for them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after reflecting, so they ask themselves why and why I see it in this way, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then they, they, yeah, they created this uh, um, this board and they start writing. And so the the I think the the um, the, the important so the the mom, the, the, the tension moment is created in two ways. So in he, here in step three, um, when you have these constructs uh, that are, well, that's, uh, it is based on uh, repertory grid technique, that's, uh, which is uh, uh, a method that is, has been developed in the 50s, um, in which basically you, you um, they, uh, uh, the, Let's let me think about how to summarize. So the um, the concept behind is that uh, every individual uh, see the world in different ways and puts opposites in different ways. That means for me, what is better uh, if I tell you if I tell you, for example, um, bad uh, in terms of uh, a, a bad person. Uh, sorry, but uh, there's uh, the, a little bit of accent there and in, in here and there. So if I say bad, uh, you can think of, of an opposite. What's your opposite? Good, right? Yeah. Good, yeah. yeah. Uh, but if I say um, a bad person, what's the opposite of a bad person? A good person? A good person. Yes. Uh, a gentle person? Could a gentleman, be. yeah. Yeah, so every person, of course, this is simplified, but if I, uh, or mal mal malvages, uh, is it English? I don't know. Or, um, or horrible person. If you say horrible, what's the, the, the opposite? For me, it could be something different than it's for you. So that's yeah. the, 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 the concept behind. And that's, that's when you create the tension moment. And then you ask yourself, huh, tension there. Why? And then um, you ask yourself, oh, that's, that's why I see in this way. And then um, in this fourth step, you, when you discuss, you start really, I, I noticed that when students were uh, start talking uh, to each other about these, uh, these concepts, um, it was very interesting because they, ha they really had differences uh, in their way of seeing. So their polar opposites might be totally different. And then they have a discussion on why it is different, and that is because yeah. of the tension. Right? Yeah, it's it's it, to me it's quite interesting. Um, the how do you say the, the the fact that this tool it's extremely open because students had to find their own workshop, so it wasn't it and it wasn't uh, forced in any direction. So basically, the concept that you the 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 opposites that you create are really up to you. So. 
every time is a big question mark in what's gonna happen and what's gonna gonna what's data I'm gonna going to get, you know, and what's what are so I had for example, so these boards are, are for four people. So uh, and and you can see that on certain boards students were discussing a lot on yes people no people what you can learn from people why do you learn from people um i really like the interaction what are my social skills you know and this is an example but i and um, and they had a lot of discussion about the 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 use of of people in these workshops um but in another case for example a group they were very focused on their design identity so everything was referred to okay i have a goal but why i have this goal and they were discussing about okay do i have to choose every workshop because we have this goal what are these goals so and i mean they're very different so every group led the discussions in in certain ways and that i think for me was a very interesting uh things to see because you can really uh yeah like you have first of all rich data but at the same time you can really see how our students were taking you know their 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 own independent uh discussion what, what would you say as the key uh takeaways from uh your thesis uh, how would you probably summarize uh, the core or the crux of the insights which you gained mm. if you could put it that way yes i think the um, i think that the diversity because i kept uh the the concept of diversity so i kept um thinking that um uh, you know it's I always try uh, never to uh, create uh, patterns. I really don't like patterns because every something is missing out. But I, um, I think as a personal reflection, as a personal gain, um, and also I think in yeah in in academia maybe or anyway with this this project and people who are interested in it can really learn what's like that's diversity it is, it is diverse so it's very difficult to create groups and categories etc but at the same time um it's important to create uh, enough category and enough um enough diversity to discuss about it so I think I don't I don't know if I explain myself, but uh, you know when I, I always think that a person is different from everybody else, and then we shouldn't put them in categories. But category. somehow, hmm? but somehow for the sake of simplicity, it yeah. happens to be that we put them in categories, right? Yes, and 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 I think that this this graduation project shows that um, we can in a way we can look at education not just as a way of okay we're learning this we're learning the skills um as a just a package of knowledge or uh but also um in a way just just shows that we are different 
um, and our mind and our way of seeing things are different. Therefore, our learnings will be different. Um, and yeah, so that's that's my I think the 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 the, the main message. It's very common, to be honest. I mean, like I'm not the first one that says that, but um, I think it's it it adds at least a little bit of uh, yeah. What do you think would be the scope of this work extending further into, let's say, in terms of academia as well, or the ID Academy course in itself? How do you imagine a, a future uh, ID Academy course which is taking into account all your research and learning yeah. so far, right? Yes, so we are talking with this uh, with Janus. Uh, um, so how I see it, he, it's uh, quite different from his view. Um, even though I, I've, been, I've been able to convince him a lot, uh, so I'm, I'm very happy about it. But um, how I see it, I think that the skills are very important, uh, but also they're absolutely not important for ID Academy in terms of students should really consider um, this uh these um, way of seeing and these uh little learnings besides the the mere skills and when i when i talk about learning because now sorry we've been talking about um the hidden curriculum as exploration but there are also other findings that are more related to the triggers of uh implicit learning of hidden learnings that are, for example, I don't know, when I choose a workshop, I have to choose between three. And the, what I learn, implicitly learn, is that I have to choose very quickly um, and I can choose between two things. If it's relevant for me now, like in my, or in my career, or for example, if it just, I want to do it for fun. These so are- There is some kind of a personal development as well as a skill development angle, right? So either you yeah. do it for yourself or maybe yeah. for your career. Exactly. exactly. So when we, uh, so if you identify this, for example, um, you can say, okay, you know what? This course is not just about the skills specifically, but also helps you reflect on a personal level. So what I like, but also on, uh, in my future career. So what I want to be right with a choice. And um, so in, in, in my opinion, and I see it as like, it's very, uh, it's very open, but uh, we, we have another course that uh, helps students to come up with a plan, with a future plan. Uh, and it's called Manager Master. Um, and so my, my option was, okay, but why not? Why, why this course that is ID Academy that is very skill related why cannot be linked uh, to a more to a, a bit of a higher uh, uh, perspective? So now to, in this year, I'm working and I'm just explore and I think about my ways of exploring. But at the same time, I also you know see what I can do. But at the same time, these things that you're doing now in this present can help you to reflect to see what you want to be. So there could be more integration. I, I get what you're saying. So yeah. it's now it is all in different pieces and you're trying to 
connect them together because in that sense it will make much more sense of what you're doing or it might be just you're doing a lot of workshops on random basis but it's not really going towards a specific goal for that matter right yeah and it's sometimes it's important not to have a specific goal but sometimes it's important to at least reflect that you don't have a specific goal and and be conscious about it and be conscious about it mm. so it's it's the, the there are many ways you can use these date the, these findings for i think um but yes so but i think the 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 when you when we talk about this so for, for me when i started understanding this hidden learnings and tacit uh, and uh, sorry hidden curriculum that are two they are the same but a bit separate um I thought, okay, uh, we can actually use these things for really different things. So, may, from one side, there is the aim of the course, but of the on the other side, there is the aim of the students to to really reflect on, for example, the exploration in itself. And um, I think, I think the next question that the 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 so this i think this graduation for me left me a lot of questions or a lot of things that i i wanted to you know to to explore uh and that's i things i haven't done because i didn't have the time to to do and i think that the the most interesting one for, for me is okay but how can we teach according to uh this hidden curriculum that's every time different because it's very contextual and 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 how we can help students to reflect on their own uh, habits of mind their own way of thinking and so that's uh besides because you know honestly we can learn a lot of things by ourselves now you know you have youtube you can really learn whatever you want but then uh, it's also interesting to see that there are things which we probably might not be able to learn on a virtual scale because when you see a person probably making some recipe uh, you learn more by observing the person in action right which might not be the same case if you're just probably listing down a recipe in hand and trying to mimic it right there are some subtle things which you as you mentioned with the tacit knowledge and so on which is very difficult in our virtual environment what do you think i agree i mean there are, there are some there there is some work um, related to it already so because they they try to say okay like if you it's you know it's of course if you have a teacher that you know that you can go to and you can be together it's you can absorb this tacit knowledge but if you watch it from a screen and and talks to you in an hour it's uh, very different so that's that's why the identify the, uh, the this the the procedural tacit knowledge became extremely important for example uh some i think some designers uh look at how to uh, use e-learning so like virtual yeah videos and stuff to uh, learn from extreme experts in uh, knife making i think it was and they it was just like was interesting because they used an expert learner so like someone that already knew a lot about it 
And then this expert learner asked a lot of why, 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 how, how, etc., etc., and then got all of this information and then boiled them down for the, the one that were uh, young, uh, novice learner. So... Um, it is still transferable, right? It is not impossible. It, like in a virtual it, sense, it can happen. Yeah, it, it can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the point that it, it, it can happen, I think, um, it just takes much more time, right? So, uh, and uh yeah from one side I don't know, there is this, i have this question is 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 our knowledge like do, do we always have to explicit every type of knowledge yes of course because it's useful but at the same time yeah um is is this going going to be you know the the end result uh of our <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> um, live, like if we, because I think, you know, like I can see it with my sister. My sister now, she's in fourth grade in high school and it, she's in Italy and she's going to continue, I think till September, she's going to, she's going to do, she's going to stay in the house studying. Oh, you mean with the, uh, you're talking about the quarantine situation, right? Sorry? Uh, are you talking about the situation right now? Which yeah, have? yeah, 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 okay, exactly. Okay, so, okay. If, 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 but just imagine, you know, like you have, like what are actually so now my sister is learning things from a computer but uh yeah so we are not ready so we we haven't it's it's funny because we i think we haven't reached enough uh awareness about the stuff knowledge that we give to students mm -hmm. and we just say oh yeah it's it, that is not cool enough the e-learning or it's not it, it's weird uh, it's a bit you know something is missing it's true it something is missing and that's 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 the knowledge and you can break it down a lot if you you know do all that procedure but it's a long procedure and and people don't have for now any idea i think about the yeah the, what actually is this the knowledge yeah, because i think uh, with, with the research which you have done uh, in these cases right now with the lockdown situation where literally everything is being uh, done, practiced and even learned on your laptop or a screen, right? So if you are able to externalize these things which are very tacit in nature, uh, it makes the people who are designing curriculums, uh, education experts really more aware of what we should focus and understand for the students as well, right? Yeah. I think I think it has really high value in even these situations right now which we are facing. Yeah, yeah. But again, like so, um, just just I just wanna I don't wanna convey the, the convey the wrong message that I think you know like uh, skills knowledge are extremely important. Like the explicit knowledge, it's very important. Uh, it's just that um, so I don't wanna say oh yeah you know like everything should go on more on, on the hidden curriculum uh, uh, or only on the hidden curriculum. But I think, I think um, if you integrate the hidden curriculum, uh, then, you know, some people consider the hidden curriculum as personal development. Uh, you can call it experiential learning if you want. Uh, or transformative learning, you can call it as much as anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> because it, in the end, it's it's the same. I, I, I did some literature review and it's on, honestly the same. But if you at least consider that, it really could, I think, help 
also, you know, um, students to be a bit more aware of uh, how they see things and if how they see things actually is, it's good for them. If, if, you know, if, oh, I see that, I see it always as a professional. Wait a moment, is this like really what I want? If it's that what I want, that's perfect. But if it's not, maybe, you know, you have the possibility to, uh, yeah, to, to reconsider a bit the, your own way of learning. And I think, yes, in, as a procedural tacit knowledge, yeah, I think that there's also going to be a lot of work to do. Celestate, thank you so much for joining. Uh, it's well, a big pleasure for us. Well, I hope yeah. I have talked too much. No, no, it's, it's perfect. I think we covered in deep uh, with all your work and also the impact and implications of your research, right? Uh, yeah, so also wish you the best with your thesis defense. I hope it is also, is it happening virtually or? Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. On Zoom, no. is it happening on Zoom? Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen on Zoom, probably okay. in this room again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, going to be. Yes, thanks. Yeah. I will send you the link on uh, of Zoom if you. Sure, if yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for also letting me talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And, uh, All right. Good luck. Good luck. Very bye. much. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah.